Oh, good. We're going chasing. Hello, dear, and welcome to... We're going chasing. Hello, no. and welcome to... We're going chasing. Now, we have a lot on the agenda, lads, so we'll cut the chase and get straight down to the business. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of We're Going Chasing. Killian, you had a savage day today on Twitter. Uh, two from two at Punchestown. A 2 to 1 winner and a 13 to 8 winner. Uh, one of them you gave on the podcast four or five days ago um, at the entry stage. Uh, and indeed, you also, Hunting Brook, uh, you said that he could go up about £30 in the ratings. And he's won twice um, since you said that, twice in the last week. So he must be happy enough with that. Yeah, delighted. My bank account is delighted as well. Um, <laughs> them. Uh, look, there were sharp prices, but they all count and, and a winner is a winner. Um, so that was nice. Yeah, Hunting Brook was, he was far more impressive um, yesterday, well, today here, but yesterday um, in, in Punchestown than he was in Down Royal. So I thought he looked like he needed every yard of the trip in Down Royal, but Gordon did say he'd come on for the run. So uh, I'd say wherever he goes in next, like, probably going to get another 10 or 12 pounds that had bring him up to 108. So he only needs 12 more then by Christmas yeah. for me to reach the target. <laughs> um, so I, I'd say he'd go in again, to be honest. He looks to have anything in hand, like, I don't know. Yeah, and you had an 11 to 1 winner last weekend. Yeah, uh, geez, on I'm one of the that, all-time greats, yeah. On Twitter. And, I uh, put myself behind a paywall. <laughs> Just there we go behind the paywall. Indeed, uh, I've had a I've had a decent couple of weeks for myself. Fifteen to two, thirteen to two, twelve to one winners as well, and ten to follow is going reasonably well for both of us at the moment. So, Killian, things are all going well, and that's probably the good spell over now. No, 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 the good spell hasn't even begun. <laughs> Starts like you know, we're, we're we're like John Ryan in the summer. We've had our day. <laughs> John Ryan isn't done yet. You saw it last week. He's not finished. John Ryan. Oh, is. just lucid, lucid dreams went very well for him. Yeah, savage, savage horse. Right. Um, we'll move on into it. We'll get into the weekend. I think the key to these has been short and snappy to the point. Let's not beat around the bush and uh, see if we can bang out a few winners or that. Um, so looking forward to the weekend on Friday. So today we've got a listed race at Wexford. And we've got two grade twos and a cross-country chase at Cheltenham. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, at Navin, we've got a grade three novice hurdle, a grade two list smullen hurdle, the grade two for three a chase. And we have a grade one beginner's chase. Uh, they say that there's no grade one meeting at Navin, but indeed that beginner's chase is hot enough to be a grade one. It's a grade one in all but name, really, when you look at the top of the betting. Um, at Cheltenham on Saturday, we have a grade two juvenile hurdle, a listed novices chase, a Paddy Power chase and a listed mayor's bumper. And then on Sunday at Navin, we've got a grade three novice hurdle. We've got the Tritown handicap chase and we have another beginner's chase that's looking fairly nice. And on top of that at Cheltenham, we've got the Schlower chase, the Greatwood handicap and indeed the Juicing Handicap Chase as well. So we really have great action there to look forward to um, at the weekend, Killian. Um, yeah, savage. First of all, for me, Wexford. Bron, uh, you can correct me on the price now because I got it from the Racing Post, but he's five to six and he looks uh, a total penalty. Is that correct? Um, I'd so have to know if it's correct or not, but um, I do agree Bron will win. Yeah. Um Declan Carroll, he'll say he just headbutt the other horses out of the way. Um yeah, yeah five to six, four five to five, to six. and around that. That's that that's a savage price. He's rated six pounds <clears> higher 
than that it may endanger in the market, uh, Churchstone Warrior, and also gets five pounds uh, from him. So he's effectively eleven pounds well in at the yeah. weights. Yeah, and he, he ran well. The RSA last year. Um, he ran well on 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 debut last year too. So he can go. He can go well fresh. I think he was second to Jerry Colon, was he? In a, uh, he was chase. indeed. Yeah, he but, was indeed. Yeah, he's um, um. Yeah, I think Churchstone Warrior, and Manella Crooner are two very very slow animals. Um. Yeah, and I think that that he Bron just has a bit more gears than that, and he should win this. He should be well up to win it. Yeah. Okay. We're we're in full agreement there. So um, we'd both be very surprised if Bron was overturned. Um, there's nothing else in Wexford. Uh, for me, Killian, the maiden hurdles, the beginners' chases, the handicap hurdles—they're all worse than what we'll have on Saturday and Sunday. So I haven't really looked at them. Uh, you know, calling a spade a spade and a wade a wade. Um, I haven't. Uh, they've done nothing for me. What about yourself? And I think the main hurdle, intense approach against Mossy Finn Park, it'll be a nice one. I think both of those are pretty, two very nice horses. Um, so be interesting to see who comes out on top in that. I'm just trying to, I clicked out of Wexford out of the prices, but I think it's um, oh where have we gone? Fuck yeah. Um, so it's intense approach is even money. Mossy Finn Park's a non runner. So that's that done. Okay. So uh, we'll move on to Cheltenham on Friday. We have a six-race race card. I think it's a six-race race card on Sunday as well. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always it's not, it's not ideal if Sunday, you were going yeah. there and you were only getting your six races. I don't know. I was there the Friday um, the last couple of years. And like it goes by fairly quick, like, but yeah, still a good Look, day. Like there's good racing the Friday. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it, it's decent racing to start off the weekend. All right. Um, and we've got our first graded race of the weekend, grade two, the Arkel Trial Novices Chase. Um, don't call it an Arkel Trial uh, when they wouldn't mm. lie up in a decent beginner's chase in Ireland, would be what I'd say. Um, the Ar- the Arkel Trial is nearly more so at Navin um, on Saturday. If there was ever to be an Arkel Trial this weekend, uh, it's in the pocket against... Um, uh, that horse of Willie's Basile Vega Basile Vega that horse of Willie's that horse of Willie's <laughs> yeah Jesus Um, so looking at this Killian uh, I have a strong enough opinion on it Um, I feel we have the wrong favourite here Um, I think the bookies are wrong uh, JPR1 should not be 6-4 to four. Mighty Tom has had one run over fences in Ireland Came second in a grade three in Cork, beating 10 lengths by Let's Be Clear About It. Um, that's the best form of the race for me. That was over two mile four. His best hurdle form uh, was over two miles. So this trip is no bother to him. Uh, that race uh, that he ran in Lucid Dreams was fourth, uh, bet about six or eight lengths um, by Mighty Tom and has since come out and won a handicap off 133. I don't know if you've a price there, Killian, but I think he's about five to two. Is he eleven to four? Yeah, five to two, eleven to four around yeah. that, and I'm uh, in full agreement the, wins. Yeah, the bookies are wrong as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, jeez, this is going. This is going well. <laughs> uh, the cross country chase. I look forward to it. Yeah, but I don't have a strong opinion on it. It's going to be carnage. Foxy Jacks can do anything in this race. Um, and like, and that's not limited to Foxy Jacks could win this. Like, 
he is. Oh, he is. He's unreal. Yeah. He, but um, he probably won't. He'll probably go out through um, some sort of obstacle. But uh, yeah, it's between the top two, I'd imagine. Um, but again, wouldn't have a strong opinion. Don't know. Rob James taking seven off Galvin, maybe. Um, but yeah. at seven to two or eleven to four, yeah. I'd have, I'd have no interest. I'd, in I'd say them. like Foxy Jack go down into the dip there with four or five horses around him, and maybe two will come out, and there's no guarantee what two they'll yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Foxy yeah, yeah. could reappear, and he may not reappear. Yeah, but uh, it'll it's a race. To look forward <clears> to. As far as I'm yeah. concerned, between Delta Work and Galvin, I'd side with Delta Work. Um, has had a prep run. Uh, has had the better of Galvin in recent times, two from three over course and distance. Uh, if I had a gun to my head, I'd side with him, but there could be something else lurking there and a nice weight or that. Um, but I'm not quite sure, to be quite honest. Between the between the main two, it's Delta work for me. Um, we've got the trust trader novices hurdle then, another grade two killing. <laughs> Captain Teague up in trip. Do you like him? Yeah, I think he's he's pretty short now. He's four to seven, um, four to six, eight to thirteen around there. Um yeah, he's he's a likely winner. Um but I wouldn't be backing him at that price. Um not too gone in the John McConnell horse, not gone at all really on the big dying. I think sequestered is way overpriced. Um Okay. Like even like just compare it to the big dying for a second. You can get twelves on sequestered at the moment. We bet three six five, big dying's about sixes. Like just compare them to their runs against uh Willie's good horse high class hero. Um, sequestered was beaten, was beaten five and a half lengths. Uh, by him getting, getting seven pounds, and uh the big dying was, beaten by was it seven lengths, one second now, uh he was beaten by seven lengths, and um. He was getting, it was off level weights, but I think sequestered is one that um, like he, he's just he's just too big a price for me. Like he's he seems to be improving with every race. Um, the last day when he won in Galway, uh, was his best ever performance. Um, he beat uh Stuskini for Gordon Elliott that day by half a length, nine lengths back to thirds. They pulled well clear. That horse came out, and. He won a handicap by thirty one lengths in Clonmel. Now I know there was that was the day they were the real heavy ground the day the Clonmel Oil, but like he just didn't stop that day. Um, yeah. <clears throat> came home really well, so that's a good boost to sequestered to be honest. Um, and I just think at twelves, I can't see him out of the first three. Um, at okay. that price, will he beat Captain T? I don't know, but yeah, I'd I'd fancy him beating the big Dian, and. Um Kinbarra. and Kinbarra to be honest, yeah, and uh, maybe I'd bet betting without the favorite. He gets three pounds off the big giant. He's off levels with Kinbarra and five off Captain Teague. So yeah, Kinbarra is an interesting one really because he's beaten nothing in Ireland really, but he's done it doing handstands at the same time. But he's not one that I could have. No. Um, and yeah, I I don't have a strong opinion on it either. I'd. I'd take your word on the 12 to 1 being a good price and I'd be happy enough to move on from that race. Sure. Is there anything else uh, at Cheltenham on Friday that catches your eye? Uh, no. No. Okay. There's one for me. Calico in the 145. <clears throat> um, 
they went to chase him with him halfway through last year. Um, once his basically his hurdle and tag novice hurdle and tag expired, he was a second season novice hurdler. Um, but he had nice form in behind Jamban, and he looks quite well treated. Um, to me, based off two runs against Jamban, the last now he fell at entry. He was seven lengths down, uh, and fell at the last. I think it was, but uh, off a. Uh, quite a reasonable rating. I think it's 139 from memory. Uh, he's one that I would like. Um, the main danger in that race to him then would be triple trade. Uh, ran a great race uh, in behind dancing on my own on the season reappearance um, here at Cheltenham over the same trip. Um, and he won't have to improve too much to win either. But uh, I do like the look of Calico. Um, if, if he's fit and ready to go, uh, I think he'll go close. What price do you say he was? Uh, do you have it in front of you? I think he, he's his favorite. Nine to two, four to one, nine to two, four to one, nine to two. He's third nine favorite two. here. Yeah, nine to two. There's a few there, but they're all the one price, really. All the one price, yeah, nine <laughs> to two. Fair, fair <laughs> price on him. Right, we'll move on to Saturday, Killian. Uh, the first day of the Navin Racing Festival. Yes. Uh, at half one, we've got the Grade Three for auction hurdle. Uh, not the strongest of races at Navin over the course of the weekend. Um, what's your view on it? Yes, it's I, I can't I can't figure it out at all really. Um I think De Capo is a lot of upside. Um she's a fine wine, won a very weak race in Limerick. What's up, Darlin? I wouldn't be too gone there. I think the the other three are there to hunt around, try and grab a bit of prize money. Um my gaffer's a nice horse, but uh, I'd say De Capo's the most likely winner, but I wouldn't be backing him at six to four. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I wasn't <coughs> gone on the capo, and then second favorite. What's up, darling? Like that race at Limerick. Uh, or no, it's, it's what's up, darling? Is the second string. Sorry, I'm wrong for Gordon Elliott. Yeah, uh, and Jigginstown, and that's form is quite good. Uh, when you're looking at the unexposed types in the races, I'd have what's up, darling, ahead of the capo. But the interesting thing for me was that uh, what's up, darling, is Garden's second string. Um, now that wouldn't entirely put me off him, um, but I'm just surprised that uh, the what's up, darling, because to me, it, uh, he'd look the better horse of the two. Um, it's wide open, really. She's a fine wine for Henry de Bromhead. Like that form is, as you said, is particularly poor. Um, I couldn't have her, and she's a, a poor price. One that I would give a special mention to at a bigger price is my gaffer for John Ryan. He's certainly one of the more exposed types in the race, but he's been running in a couple of tougher handicaps. Uh, there the main one was at the stole. Um, he was, or that was a listed race actually in the stole. He was better about fourteen. Listed lengths. handicap, yeah, listed, yeah, listed handicap, but uh. He, I don't know, like this is a, a very weak race, really. And I think a smaller field here, and he could go well. He's 14 to 1. And like, I don't know, again, he's there to pick up prize money, but I just think that it's, it's so wide open because it is quite poor. And his farm in some of those big handicaps is probably the best farm available. Uh, now, while he is exposed, I think at 14 to 1, um, I give him a bit of a squeak. Yeah, yeah, something's gone wrong. I'm. I thought I was the the John Ryan. Yeah. Um, blind, blinded by yeah. biased fan here. Yeah. Um, pretty like, strange to see you you on it as well. Yeah, like, he probably won't. Like it's about time. Garden. 
about time yeah. lads have started to cop on to the fact that he's he's a top trainer and he just goes out and does it. Yeah. X like, money. Yeah, what's up, darling, is probably the most likely winner there is. But at 14 to 1, I'd I give a small squeak uh to my offer. What's up, darling is about nine to two, five to one, is it there, Killian? Do you have a price? Uh yeah, seven to two. Oh, seven to two, okay. Yeah. Um on to the Liz Mullen hurdle, the grade two. I'll leave you take this away, Killian. It's a it's a nice yeah. race. You ready? Let's do it. <laughs> gone Bob Ollinger we only got the very start of that song but uh, I, I know what it was bad boys for life yeah of course um, <laughs> Bob Ollinger wins it I'd say um, I reckon yeah I was I was looking at it there the other day and I was trying to <clears throat> figure it out just to see what I was trying to think who was going to run so I had home by the Lee sorry to Burley running they have to give nine pounds away I've immediately struck the two of them off. Um, neither yeah. can win this race. No. Just not possible under that weight against these horses. Bustleton is just out for a run. He's, he's a pretty poor hurdler compared to Chaser. Yeah. Um, Andy Dufresne is probably out for a jog around before he lands some some handicap over fences. And then that leaves two, Bob and Zana here. Um, with all the question marks about Bob Ollinger, you cannot argue that his best run last year was his first run when he was second to home by the Lee and they pulled a mile clear at third and home by the Lee went out and proved yeah in this race and home by the Lee went out proved it wasn't a fluke he won a grade one at Christmas so you take into the fact Bob's pretty good like his best he's, he's really good fresh um, effectively and then Zanahir bombed in this race last year now Zanahir is the benefit of a run this time but I don't know. I just think, like, <laughs> say, I I hope to fucking God he does it. How are they um, priced up? He's fifteen to eight. He's very short. Um, I thought he'd be a bit bigger than that. And uh, the other, here's thirteen to eight. And okay, um, home by the Lee about five to two. But I just cannot see home by the Lee. No, because uh, home by the Lee had a run last year coming to this too. Yeah, um, but if you remember back last year, it was a remarkable run by home by the Lee, really, because he was outpaced. Yeah, yeah. Going out on the second sor- circuit, getting pushed along, and he just stayed on. Yeah. Green. And he's went. he's a real stayer, like that. That's that's his game, yeah. like. So I just think it was sort of like when Florin Porter ran it last year. He's carrying the nine pound penalty and just <sighs> giving away that weight. Very hard to win there. I think three to one is a shocking price and home by the Lee. Because yeah. as I said, he had the benefit of a run. I know he ran out up in the north last year. He'd, he'd, it was off a 79-day break, but he had ran that season, I suppose. So he wasn't completely fresh out of it. But um, I think Bob, just off the break he's had, he's off since January, I think, um, or February. And just coming back, giving him giving him one more chance fresh. And I think he's going to win it. And I... Okay. Oh, Right. Okay. You're you're firmly in the Bob camp. Uh, what I will say is I I couldn't agree more with you that it's a two horse race. Uh, it put a line through all the others. Uh, from home by the lay down, and uh, it's it's between those two at the top of the market. Um, is my reading of the race. The for Tria Chase we have a two forty, and like Dysart Dynamo heads the field. There is about six to four possibly the most likely winner at the weights but is also a complete monkey 
um, you're shaking your head. You you don't agree with that, Killian? No, I don't agree with it at all. Um, okay, who who you're Captain Guinness? I presume. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I just like he's just so good when he's off a break. Like he's, I just cannot see him being beat here. Like really, even he, even even given uh, nine pounds to Dysart Dynamo. No, I can't. Okay. Like I just don't know. Like Dysart Dynamo, he's he's good. Like, but I don't know. Like he's he's bet out of sight in in Leopardstown in the Arkle trial. He's fi- fell when bet in the Arkle. He he's beaten eleven lengths by El Fabiolo, hammered in punch down. Like Indiana Jones, who's who's a handicapper, was um ridden to place that day. Probably he was held up and he was five lengths behind Dysart Dynamo in that race in Punchestown. And like, there's no way Indiana Jones would get within five lengths of Captain Guinness, even if he got nine pounds off him. I just couldn't see it, especially Captain Guinness so well fresh. I'd say to, Captain Guinness at two to one is is stupid. Someone, oh, there'd be lads, there'd be bookies in the heaven on Saturday with burnt pockets and burnt fingers after me. If Captain <laughs> Guinness is two to one, yeah. Okay, that's well that's. That that's a that's a big vote of confidence um for Captain Guinness. I think it's a tough task, but Dicer Dynamo is a monkey, and yeah, I, you couldn't have him at six to four. Uh, I don't entirely disagree with you on Captain Guinness. I think it's a tough job for him, um, and it all depends about what Dicer turns up. If if we get the best version of Dicer, he probably wins. Um, I do think Riviere Detail is a small bit of a sleeping giant here was second in the race last year to Captain Guinness, uh, only bet one or two lengths, uh, similar, very similar to weights this year between the two of them. Uh, and she's had a nice little prep run for this as well. Um, so I think like she could go out to eight, 10 to one. She's not the sexiest of horses really. And uh, I, I, I definitely, I definitely give her a shout, um, particularly at a price like that. So onto the grade one. Beginner's Chase at Navin at 3.15. We've got Facile Vega in the pocket and San Felician. They're probably the main three in the race. It's not the deepest of races. Um, It's a very tough test for Facile Vega first time out, I think. Um, But who who knows? Uh, what, what do you reckon, Killian? It's not a, it's not a race now that I'd be getting too involved with because you know let's see them jump fences, let's see who takes to them the best you know let's see who's the fittest. Yeah, there's all very valid. Wouldn't be a race to have a bet in. Yeah, all very valid points. I think it's it's very interesting race. Um, so obviously you've got the three main horses and Sapphire, for your whatever you want to call him, he's a Grade Three winner. And he just beat <coughs> Buddy One in a Grade Three, who's a one forty seven hurdler now. Um, so like he could easily be a one fifty chaser, Sapphire, um, or one forty five anyway. San Felician's one forty seven hurdler. You can see him being definitely a better chaser as well. Same within the pocket, and same with Facile Vega. So I'd say there's four very good horses in it. But the first piece I found very interesting was the amount of um JP McManus horses entered in the race. Uh, so Spillane's Tower, Hands of Gold, Verdant Place and Jump the Shark are all in it. They're all, he knew that in the pocket to be running. So he said, I'm going to run four lads in behind. They'll get about 25 lengths and we'll line them all up for different various handicaps in the next three years, probably because he's thinking that far ahead. So I thought that was interesting. And Hands of Gold would be the one I'd be most interested in there um, just to keep an eye on him. But um, 
in terms of the race itself, I think in the pockets of smashing price at eleven to four against against Fasal Vega, to be honest. Um I, I just like they're both probably going to improve for offense, but I just think in the pockets could just be a different level of, of a horse over fences. Um, now it is, uh, you can mark the point, the facile Vega is getting his ground here. It's going to be bottomless and he loves that. Uh, that's when we'll see him at his best. It's when it's really, really soft stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's, he probably will be hard to beat. He'd be like, you could, if he was eight 13 or shorter on the day, you could, you could probably lay him and try and get in the pocket in San Felician and Sapphire as well. And yeah. you have the three of them against him. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the, the, yeah. the better play. But I don't know. In the pockets, good price though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd I'd probably even be surprised if Safior or San Felician were to go and win it, to be honest. Um, I think what the other two have achieved over hurdles is quite superior, uh, to be honest. And I'd be surprised if if anything outside of those two um was to get involved but again look it's it's a race for watching um yeah you know, it's going to be a very good watch exactly who who knows how they're jumping at home yeah we'll find, we'll find out at a quarter past three on saturday killian is there anything else uh there at navin that catches your eye there's one there i've no idea what price it'll be or uh if it's any good or whatever but stellar story um has his debut over hurdles uh first time for Garden and Jigginstown uh stood over hurdles. It cost three hundred and ten thousand pounds. And Nevin is obviously Garden's local track and he likes to to send some of his better horses there. So it's just one to one to keep an eye on and one for yeah. people to watch. Came up against Denson City who's was was second behind Ballyburn in Punchestown and just ahead of Slade Steel who won a maiden hurdle as well. So two very good horses in that. Yeah, could could be a nice race. Uh, right, Killian, we'll keep the we'll keep the pace and we'll keep the tempo up and we'll move on to Cheltenham on Saturday. There's a grade two juvenile hurdle. Um the favourite there is owned by JP over from France. Um does anything in that race do anything for you? No. Um I think I, I no no clue on French form to be honest. No. But um yeah. I'd say if the French horse, if JP wants to win, he'll win. He was third in a grade two, second in the listed race on debut, so He's yeah. the best farm in it anyway, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does. But uh, it's it's not a race that, that I've got too invested in. <coughs> but a listed chase uh, following up from that. Uh, and it looks to me as if Sam Twiston Davis is getting off Broadway boy to get on good risk at all, uh, which is interesting because for me, they're the main two horses in the race. I don't like Mr. Coffee, the favourite. I don't like we've all been caught the second or third favourite. Um, you know, like how has we've all been caught going to turn the farm around with Broadway boy? Um, on these terms, I I don't see it from the last day. So I'd I'd be in the Broadway boy camp. Um, I'm not sure about you. Do you have a price on them too? I don't have the prices in front yeah, of me. Three to one, good risk at all. Five to one, Broadway boy, best price. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I can immediately cross off Mister Coffee. Um, to be yeah. honest, um. We've all been caught is a huge negative with Harry Skelton on board. So he's also scratched. Uh, Alpha Philippe isn't up to this and neither is the Kieran Burke horse. Um, so that leaves two good risk at all in Broadway boy. If Sam stuck with Broadway boy, I think he's he's probably, I suppose it's it's either ride for daddy or ride for Sam Thomas. I think he's Sam Thomas's stable jockey. So maybe that's why he has to ride good risk at all. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. 
maybe some maybe somebody watching will know when they can let us yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But I I would have gone with Broadway Boy, but I, that's probably a negative Sam getting off him to go on good risk at all. So in in that case, I probably would go with with um with good risk at all, who was was very good on, on Chase and debut. He absolutely hosed up in the novices in Carlisle. So um yeah, I, I'd say he's 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 probably the one for me. Yeah, uh, and then we have the Paddy Power Chase. Um, again, is that a, <laughs> is that a handicap that you've got the teeth stuck into just yet, Killian, or will it be something? Do you have something up on Twitter maybe on uh, Saturday morning about? No, I haven't a clue. You haven't looked into it. No, I know. Well, I've looked into I, it. Can't figure yeah, it out. I haven't figured it out. No. Okay. There's one there, and I tell you, he's a, he's a very big price. Again, you seem to be the man on the odds today. So while I'm talking about Otter, he's there. Twenty-five to one. What? Twenty-fives. Yeah. Scandalous price, as far as I'm concerned. He's one of only two Willie Mullins runners uh, there on Saturday. Like, I don't think the drop back to two mile four furlongs is that much of a negative whatsoever. I think he's got the speed for it. Uh, it'll be no bother to him, and he'll see it out extremely well. Um, Danny is on board too. Uh, from the won't necessarily be from the front, but he'll be ridden prominently like he always is, and no better man than Danny. Um, on him, so you know he's going to suit the horse, and like <laughs> being run like that, and the way he's going to finish, I can't see him being out of the places. And you probably get five or six places there off different bookies, and at twenty five to one, like I think that's a, a stonking price to be honest with you. Um, so he's definitely one. Um, that that's on my radar for this weekend. Killian, there's a few other nice handicaps there that I've really to get my teeth stuck into yet. Um, to be honest, but I'll probably spend a bit more time on it over the next day or two and have something up on Twitter if I like the look of anything. I don't know if there's anything else there on Saturday that you like or will we move on? No, I've I've been chewing away getting the teeth into these. Uh, the 255 uh, buddy one for Paul Gilligan. So I've now managed to put up two Paul Gilligan horses in Cheltenham in the one weekend. Um, Yeah, I just think he's going to win. Um, Ran a really good race in the Martin Pipe. Um. Off, off a mark of uh, 131. Second in entry to Finner Cross off 135. <coughs> Excuse me. Then was fourth in Galway at the festival, beaten, beaten two and a quarter lengths over two miles, up to two and a half miles in the stole, third again, but he finally up to two miles six in Galway the last day off 138. Uh, he beat Gabby's cross by four lengths and it was a pretty good performance. He's gone up to three miles now and it's going to bring out even further improvement from him and he's just going to go out and win it. And crucially, the man that owns him is a Ballandarian man, Tom Quinn. He's a, he's a share in the horse, but there's there's a good group of Ballandarian lads going over um on Saturday for a Sean Meehan stag party. So that'll be that'll be very good. Um they'll They'll paint the town um green and white now. They they just won the the hurling there uh, a few weeks ago, so they're um they're they're on for a right piss up over there. So hopefully, buddy okay. won and sequestered tomorrow. It'll help them out. Okay, very good. Um, we will move on to Sunday, and now Sundays probably won't uh, take as long. It'll be brief enough. Yeah. Uh, because we only have entries, so we've got some nice racing at Navin again. We've got the Grade Three Monksfield Hurdle. Um, I can I can pick out the best three horses in this, and they're all trained by Gordon Elliott, and they're all owned by Jigginstown. So I would say whichever of those runs, I'd be surprised if they don't win. 
Um, so we'll find out who's declared at 10 a.m. Uh, it'll be today when you're watching it. Um, but I, I'd say whichever whichever of them runs wins. Um, do you have a strong opinion on the monks field where we stay going? No, no, not a clue. Okay, on to the Troy Town Chase. Um, a, a great race always is a great race. Uh, Max Charm is one that I had in my tent to follow, and when we did it about it's about two months ago, I actually put him up for the Troy Town. I well, I, I mentioned that race, I alluded to it, saying that he could be one that could be suited for it. And to be honest, I would be all over him, and I do really like the horse. But I heard Colin Murphy speaking about him uh, recently, and he was just saying that he would have liked to get a run into him, that he has him as fit as he can be for a horse that doesn't, that hasn't had had a run. But uh, he needed to run last year, and he didn't sound all too convincing. So I'll be, I'll be sort of watching it, sort of through. My fingers a small bit, um, <laughs> because I I I won't uh, I won't be putting them up probably for that reason. But he's a horse I do really like, and it'll be interesting to see what the market makes of him. Was there anything in the Troy Town for yourself, Killian? Uh, no, no, no. Um, couldn't, okay, couldn't figure that out. Um, yeah, and then we have another beginner's chase that probably won't get the Grade One label, um, but looks very nice um in its own right, uh, depending on what turns up. But Willie has a few nice entries there, Gaelic Warrior. Uh, fact to file is is entered as well, so if you got one of those two, um, you know you'd have a very nice looking beginners chase. Landrake is also in it, um, who's in my tent to follow, uh, and has run well at Navin in the past, so I'd be hoping for a bigger run from him. Um, will we move on to Cheltenham on Sunday, Killian? Yeah, just before that, um, <clears throat> the Hunting Brook, the horse we were talking about earlier, uh, he's an entry in the <clears throat> the two mile six race. Um, obviously only one on Thursday. This is Sunday. He look, he won by by two lengths. Uh, th- yesterday, sure, he's probably going to get ten more anyway. So, if he come out, if he came out with the race, well, you could chance him in this. Um, under a penalty, and you know he could give it a rattle. Like, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he did. It depends how he came out with the race, but um, like he only ran six days ago, and then to back him up again after three days, it'd be be a big move but um yeah uh, I, I like him and then just the bumper as well before we go off um I know you definitely haven't looked at this but Qualamita uh, for Robcore half a million she? um <laughs> quid yeah she's she's entered I believe she's she's an intended runner oh. so um that's good that's good uh, baby Kate looked to be one of the big rivals in it she's entered in Cheltenham on Saturday in the listed mayor's race mayor's bumper there so um there's a Riadora there for um for Joseph, that's um, that that looks looks nice bumper horse, and then there's a Glenn's lullaby, Jumber Glenn's melody that won yes. the that beat Annie Power when Annie yes. fell. Her her baby Glenn's lullaby is in this oh, um, interesting. And then baby Kate is obviously Augusta Kate's baby. Okay, geez, savage. Yeah, good man, Killian. That was a. For a man that, that doesn't pay much heed to bumpers, I didn't even know Colomita was entered in it. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a few nice ones in that. It could be a nice race. Yeah. Um, certainly to keep an eye on if if they're declared. Um, going on to Cheltenham, so we've got the Juice and Handicap Chase. Uh, Melina Girl would be one that certainly catches my eye there. 
Um, she won at Downpatrick last April in the Ulster um, National, and that was a huge step up in trip for her. She had never run over three miles before. That was two and a half miles. That was three and a half miles. And she won quite well to my design, pulled up at air next time out. Um, but I reckon that there's more in her uh, at a trip like this. And, you know, she's had a nice little prep run for this at Punchestown, a handicap hurdle, just a pure pipe opener job. But again, she's about 10 or 12 to one. And with the way Gavin Cromwell has been going recently, particularly with his runners in the UK, uh, that's one that I'd have a firm eye on at the moment. Um, and from there we have the 255 at Cheltenham the Schlor Chase Jambon just wins it doing handstands does he Killeen? yeah he's yeah he does I suppose um, he's savage horse Um, he's just probably a bit unfortunate that El Fabiolo came around at the same time Um, yeah yeah he, he could he'll win this I suppose uh, Edward, Edward Stone's a horse I cannot warm to at all so no I'd um, say Nuno Benegra is probably if Will be the one to chase him home. To be honest, it's a horse yeah, I, I like. New Ben Egret beat Edward Stone. Um, yeah, off there, it's fresh. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, New Ben Egret could give could give John Man a bit of a race, but he could because he is so good fresh. But so good fresh. I, I, I'd find it hard to see him beat him. Um, at yeah. the end of the day, still. But yeah, I think <laughs> that's <laughs> well. Fuck. Uh, sorry. Um, that's the forecast. I think, and then maybe dancing on my own. I think he's going to run as well. So. Yeah, if they if they don't get any more rain at Cheltenham, it's good to soft there at the moment. Like that, be right up Newbenegger Street. Um, you know, along with being fresh, he could give Jamban a bit of a scare. Um, he's six to one there. Yeah, <coughs> God, I'm coughing now. He's six to one there at the yeah. moment. Um, one maybe just to keep an eye. <clears throat> on. Finally, we have the Great Wood. We only have entries at the moment. We don't have declarations, so I haven't looked into that. Have you? I have, yeah, yeah. Um, have you found anything? Yeah, I have. Well, um, Annie Herman asking, uh, okay. John Joe Neal, and it goes against my rule of stop backing John Joe Neal horses. I need to get a <laughs> tattooed or something. Like you need to stop this. It's, it's like a drug or something. I don't know. Um, he's just he has to win one of these. Like, mm. like I don't know. He he did everything wrong last. He should have won in um in in Foss last in in the Welsh Champion Hurdle. Um, he was unsteerable. Um, coming up the running, he gets a pound of a swing with with Nimi in line, uh, so he's up four. The other lads up five. Um, like if he did, if he if he was straight, he'd have won. Um, I just think he's sixteen to one, and Nimi in line is is fifteen to two. Um, yeah. so that that's the the sort of logic there. I think uh, I could not back Willie's. I'd happily let him win at four to one. Like, um, the the one that they've got off, uh, slippers Madden. Like you couldn't. Yeah, uh, you couldn't back that. Right? Yeah, four to one, you'd be daft. So okay, I'd happily let him win. Okay, sounds good, Killian. Um, our best picks for the weekend. Can you give me two or three? Yeah, I can. Hold on Quick and snappy now. Captain Guinness. Okay, two to one. Okay. For three a chase. Sequestered each way. Cheltenham Friday, twelve to one. <clears throat> yeah. Two, yeah, two. Okay, two. Well, I'm going to go. I have two for Friday. I've Braun at five to six. I cannot see him bet. Um, and then I also have Mighty Tom at Cheltenham. Mm. Uh, he is. What did we say he was? Eleven five to four. To two. Five to two. Eleven to four. Um, 
he'd he'd be he'd be another for Friday that I really like. Um, anything so, for Saturday or Sunday now? Uh, anything for Saturday and Sunday? Riviera Tell. Ah, stop! Maybe don't not. Do uh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, Broadway boy, I couldn't. Authorized art. There's one for Saturday. Twenty five to one. Twenty five to one. Big price each way. Uh, yeah, I'd be I'd be strong on authorized. Yeah, and I I live I'd have a nice cut at <clears throat> that Annie Herman Askin in the Great Wood. I'd say if he runs. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, look, that will wrap it up for this week. We will have our selections on Twitter. Um. Friday, Saturday and Sunday morning as well for whatever we like. We'll uh, nail our colours to the mast. But I hope you enjoyed listening and that's all from us for this week. We'll see you again on Monday for the performance rankings, the Monday Club, our review show. So make sure to join us for that as well. Thank you. Thank you. It's honey,